0: is rising on an emerging generation of kings hallelujah praise the name of the living jesus praise the name of the living jesus Uh, i want to thank pastor damian Absentia for this wonderful opportunity please can you celebrate my pastor um, Pastor Dami, Pastor Toju, for this rare privilege to bring the word to us this morning, um, it's going to be a very short charge, and then we'll go into another round of another round of um, praise. Hallelujah! Amen. Hallelujah! Amen. So please, you have to help me this morning as we make it short, sharp, powerful, and we go ahead to praise the Lord. I want us to open our Bibles to Psalm chapter forty-four psalms 44 from verse 1 psalms 44 from verse 1 psalms 44 um if we can get the amplified um, version i would be grateful um if we cannot all right awesome Uh, can, can we read together one two three go we have heard with our ears oh god our fathers has told us what work you did in their days in the days of old, verse 2, you drove out the nations with your hand and with your power that gave Israel a home by rooting out the eating people. But Israel, you do what? You spread out. Verse 3. For they got not the land of Canaan in the possession by their what? Neither did their own arm save them, but your right hand and your arm and the light of your countenance did it because you were what favorable towards and you did delight in them. Hallelujah. I, I want to just just oppose two scriptures and we'll go quickly into this. Can we go to Judges chapter 10? Um, I'm just going to take this as a continuation of what Pastor Dami started um in the course of the salt and light series, right? Um, Judges 7 verse 20. Judges 7 verse 20. Um, uh, hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. All right. Uh, can we have any NKJV? Um, Judges 7 verse 20. Hallelujah. The Bible says, Then the three companies blew the trumpets and broke the pitchers. They held the torches in their left hands and the trumpets in their right hands for blowing. And they cried, the sword of the Lord and the sword of Gideon. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm not going to give what I want to share this morning a topic. Because I want to give you a chance to find a reason to thank God this morning we all follow the story of Gideon and at this point, after they broke the picture, the Bible said that and they screamed the sword of the Lord and the sword of Gideon. And I would always like to start on this premise that the, the, the name of God is exactly not a name. The word God, please you can continue. Okay. The, the word God is exactly not a name. The word God is an experience. So when you say God, You are exactly not calling a name. What you are doing is you are responding to an experience. The Bible says the name of the Lord is a strong tower. So you will be wrong to say the name of the Lord is an ordinary name. Because when you call the name at some point, the Bible says the righteous will run into it and be saved. That means the name of the Lord is a camp. There are times and troubles when you call the name of the Lord what you will find is peace? Yes. There are times when you call the name of the Lord what you find is light out of darkness. Yes. So I, I would like to start on the premise to say the name that's that's what God is exactly not a name in the real sense, it is an experience you get into. You will find the men of old. You know, at some point when they have an experience, they will call God Jehovah this. They will call Jehovah Shama. They will call him Jehovah Jireh because it's an experiential thing. The name of God is a journey. I want you to come today and say, God, you are the God of Solomon, Jehovah Solomon. Because you were the God that saved me 21 years ago when I got missing in Ibadan if the same God can save me in Ibadan 21 years ago 22 years now that same God is alive so we must realize that the name of God is experiential in fact God is so gracious and so big that you cannot see him you cannot see the all of him you cannot see God finish the moment you get into a depth in God you, you feel like this is the all of it then you get into another depth again you feel like this is the whole of it then you get into another depth because the depth of the Lord is endless so when you say God you are not exactly calling a name what you are saying is you are responding to an experience so if I say God you are the God of Solomon it means you are the God that has been walking me through it means I am not forgetful of the days you took me from. Yes. Yes. And when we talk about this God, I mean, oftentimes religion would always want to colorize the way God is. I, I want to just share with us about two experiences. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. I want us to open our Bibles to Exodus 16. Exodus 16, one of the words the Lord told me while I was, you know, preparing for this is that as a house we're coming into the realm of what is this we're coming into the realm of what is this we are in the season of God-sponsored victory we're in the season of God-sponsored victory you will see the children of Israel in the book of Exodus 16 the Bible said that and these guys were traveling in the wilderness the Bible recorded Exodus 16 that they were between The city called Elim. And the point called Sinai. In Hebrew, Elim is a place of tall trees. A place of fruitfulness. And Sinai is a place of encounter. And the Bible said that those guys were in between Elim and Sinai. And the Bible recorded that they were in the wilderness. They were in between fruitfulness and encounter. And the Bible said the people complained against the Lord, and the Lord promised the children of Israel. He said, He told me, "Tell them, He said, I would send bread from heaven." Do you know exactly? It doesn't necessarily mean that what God sent was manna. Manna was their response to what God did. Someone didn't get that. At the point when this guy saw manna fall from heaven they could have called it bread they could have called it anything they could have called it cheese but it was so mind blowing they could not explain it and they said what is this you see God is bringing some of us into a point of what is this you know there are some miracles that he did not orchestrate it was not because you wrote that CV it was not because you called that uncle It was all because of your connection. God is bringing you into a dumbfounding miracles To a point where you say, God, what is this? It's bringing you into God-sponsored miracles. The children of Israel were stranded in the wilderness. I I know that this this is the ninth month in the year and a lot of us are precious on every side. And we are saying, let's praise God. And you say, what do I want to even praise God for? You are like in the wilderness. You can see Sinai, and behind you are trees, fruitful trees. And you are like God. I used to be more brilliant than this. God, I used to be more boxed up than this. God, I used to have money. And maybe your past even worse. And you can see Sinai before you. You can see the encounter right before you. But yet, you are within the wilderness. And God is saying, I am bringing you to a point where you will say, what is this? I thought someone was going to shout a better amen. I thought someone was going to shout a better amen. So it is important for us as children of God to know how to respond to these experiences. 2 Kings 7, another very wonderful story about the children of Israel and the Syrians. The Bible showed us clearly that this guy is camped against the children of the Lord. I want us to check that 2nd Kings 7. 2nd Kings 7 we can check from verse 1. Hallelujah. We're still going to go back to that Judges where the Bible says the sword of the Lord and the sword of Gideon. The Bible says that Elisha said. Hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord. Tomorrow about this time. A sea of fine flour shall be sowed. For a shekel and to see your belly for a shekel, they said what at the gate of what you know it's like someone saying that one era will become one dollar. Those who have tried it, we've dragged them on Twitter because based on every economic indices, it was not possible. But I know a God who is a master of impossibility. After the prophet said this. you see, the problem is. The word of God unfulfilled is as powerful as the word of God fulfilled. If the word of God is in transit, it doesn't make it lesser. Does, Does someone get that? The prophecy fulfilled over your life is not lesser than the prophecy in transit. So when the word comes, we should rejoice as though we have received it. Because that should be the response of believers. See, the truth is our response to prophecy should not be praying in tongues, it should be worship and praise. Because what you are saying is that God, I know that what you have said will come to pass. Did somebody get that? The Bible said that, and this man said, He said, This particular day, this and this will happen. Let's see, verse 2. <laughs> An officer who's hand the king leaned answer the man of God and said, Look. If the Lord will make the windows in heaven, could this thing be? said could this thing be? I, I'm not going to go to the rest of the story, but the Bible said that. L- l- let's go to verse six to just show how the Lord made it happen. Verse six: For the Lord had caused the army of Syrians to hear the words, the noise of what, and what. The noise of a great army. So they said to one another, Look, the king of Israel has hired the kings of the Hittites and the king of the Egyptians to attack them. See, the truth is, sound in the spirit is a technology. What it does is that it delivers the message of who sent it. So you see, this man is playing some keys. Whether consciously or unconsciously, he's communicating something. Right, so if God sends a word, the Bible says He sends His word, and His words. So when we make sound, right, sound responds to the inspiration of the sender. Yes. The Bible said these guys heard the noise. He said they heard the noise of chariots and ox is running, coming to devour them. What a God! we're going to make sounds in this place today we're going to make sounds in this place today we're going to make sounds in this place today the Lord says this is the season where God wants to fight your battle God will fight your battle and show you off as the winner you didn't get that the Bible said that and when Gideon won they said they cried he said the sword of the Lord and what? the sword of Gideon God will fight your battle and they will say Who fought the battle and they'll say, it is me, Solomon. That guy that said, thank you for fighting my battles for me. Jehovah Thank you You see, that song was born out of revelation. It was solely born out of revelation. Revelation And God is saying that I am sponsoring your victory this season Whatever battle God plans God executes If you plan your battle yourself You will fight it yourself But God is saying step aside The Bible said you will not see rain You will not see wind He said but your valley shall be filled These are God's technology in the spirits it is not about your calculation, it's not about how brilliant you are. Your intelligence will fail you. The Bible says, Some trust in the oxes and chariots. He said, But some trust in the name of the Lord. See, if you trust in the name of the Lord, your enemies will hear oxes and chariots. The Bible said the Syrian head oxes and chariots approaching them. And they said, These guys had gone to higher kings to fight against them. But we we'll trust in the name of the Lord. We trust in the name of the Lord. Yes. I want us to go back to Judges seven verse sixteen, and I'll show us something quickly as I wrap up. Judges seven sixteen. Judges seven sixteen. If we allow God plan the battle, we fight the battle. We need to realize that God is not an emergency response team. That's not God. God is saying, "I want to be a part of the detail." let me plan it you have struggled enough you have planned enough you have strategized enough you have positioned yourself when God positions you the world will not have a choice than to see you Judges yeah. 7, 16. the Bible said then he divided the 300 men into three companies and he put a trumpet into every man's hand with what? empty pitchers One, empty pitchers. Do you know what you use pitchers for in war? You use pitchers to carry water. In case, in fact, in the old, it is better you hold your pitcher filled with water. So that if the enemy overcomes you, you can find a way to survive and return home. And the Bible said this guy did three things. They carried what? One empty pitcher and put what? Torches inside the pitcher. sometimes you want to ask questions when you read the scripture why would God ask these guys to carry empty pictures why would God ask me to drop my means of survival and tell me, see Solomon I know that your skills are about talking but keep quiet the Bible said the Lord instructed them to say carry empty pictures one, meaning that Ideally, liquid should be in a pitcher. And God is asking them to put torches, lights, inside of the pitcher. If you go on in the scripture, the Bible said, the Lord instructed them to do two things. Number one, he said, blow the trumpets. He said, number two, he said, break the pitcher. Do you know what God is telling you this morning? Break your pitchers your pictures of survival your backup plan God is saying break it you have carried your pictures for years with water yet you are still thirsty you have carried your pictures for years with ideas yet you are still lacking the Lord is saying break the pictures because you know inside of the picture there is light the Lord is saying come bow down before me this morning see just let down all your plans all your postulations all your projections I know them God is saying can you break your picture before me this morning kings can you just bring your picture as we raise our voice to the heavens can you break your picture and say God if you will not help me let me be helpless do you know what those men said what those men said was that it means this war we are going to conquer in record time. We will not need water. That was what they said. It was their response. Who is ready to break his or her pitcher this morning? Lord, I want to break my pitcher my survival mode my plans my strategies my plan b plan c plan d plan e plan f without a plan g god god i want to break my picture before you this morning i have tried enough i have struggled enough i have planned enough i want to break my picture before you and let the light come the bible said they blew the trumpet and they broke their picture as we lift up our voices i want us to lay it all down lay it all down lay your health down you have believed so much on the medical reports you have believed so much on your degree you have believed so much on your pictures think about your pictures Think about your pictures and say, God, I break it down this morning. Not my plans, not my ways, not my strategy, not my thoughts. I break it down this morning. Lord will lay it all down to you this morning. We break our picture before you. Lord will declare we are helpless without you. We're saying Thanksgiving is not a strategy when everything has failed because thanksgiving is the way we rest on you this morning we rest on you this morning we empty our pitcher and we break it all of our gifts all of our achievements all of our trust in men the noise of chariots and oxes oh God we break before you we break before you that you would help us that men will say we did not possess this land by our own sword. That will not colorize this victory by the harm of flesh. That will lift up our voice, as we sound the trumpets, as will make noise. That would break our pitchers. That would break our pitchers. Would break our pitchers. Would break our pitchers. That would break our pictures. That would break our pictures. The Lord is asking someone this morning to. You want to really break that picture? You need to. You you really need to. You really need to. You cannot depend on yourself and depend on God at the same time. You really need to. You need to be helpless before God. You need to be helpless before God. You need to get to a point where you say, whatever God cannot give you, let me not have it. Lord, we're coming there. We're coming there. We're breaking our pictures. Can we all rise up on our feet this morning as we lift our hands and say, God, I break my picture before you. Lord, I break this pitcher. My trust in man, my trust in my father, my trust in my mother, in my degree, in my plans, in my projections, in my travel out plans, in my wife, in my husband, in my fine boy, and my fine girl, in the money, in my bank. Oh God, I break my pictures. Si vous êtes des and show your prayer this morning we have three more minutes to go and show your prayer this morning oh god i break my picture the Holy Spirit will help me do this all eyes closed it is wrong for us to assume some of us even have pictures at all or even have a relationship to talk to God you may be here today and you feel distant to God and you feel like all of this thanksgiving I don't even just understand it all this picture talk to God and all of that I don't even get it I don't even understand it or you may have been there before and life's pressure had made you stray away into sin, into darkness this is a chance for you and God is saying I am your light I am here for you I would never gone in the first place if you know you want to say this prayer with me can you just place your hands on your chest This could be a defining point for you when God is going to take over your battles. Before we go into the praises, can you just lay your hands on your chest and say, Oh God, Oh God, it is me, your son, your daughter. I believe in your death and your resurrection. I know you went to the cross to die for me. And I know you shed your blood for me. I confess with my mouth. I believe in my heart that you are the son of God. I walk back into your loving arms. I rekindle my relationship with you. I run to your harm again. I say no more to sin. No more to darkness. I rise and I live in purpose. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus for as many of you that said the prayer please see Mr. Uchi or anyone after the service or, or Kenny's or Fidel Father we give you all the praise we thank you for this amazing time Jesus thank you for your word thank you for speaking to us thank you for inspiring us Lord even as we go into a session of high praise we declare that we break our pitchers before you that our incense rise to you this morning in the name of Jesus. Thank you because you've answered our prayers. In Jesus' most and precious name we've prayed. Can you jam your hands together and exhort Jesus? Can we do that better? generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. To join this grown community of kings, visit www.kingdomcentral.org.